Hi, this is Richard Morgan with episode 109 of our podcasts, and we're looking at the time in which Moses is sent to Pharaoh and the children of Israel to deliver these messages. Let my people go, he says to Pharaoh. Pharaoh doesn't listen. And then he goes to the children of Israel and he gives this wonderfully positive message about God redeeming them from slavery and bringing them to the promised land. But as we looked at in last week's podcast, in chapter 6 and verse 9, Moses spoke thus to the people of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses. Now, what is going on here? Things aren't going like clockwork, are they? Pharaoh doesn't listen. People don't listen. God had encouraged Moses to do this, and it just falls flat. Well, let's examine a little bit uh, the mindsets of Pharaoh and the Hebrews. First of all, there's a couple of interesting things about Pharaoh. If you look at chapter 5, there are two speeches that are given to Pharaoh. And they're slightly different. So if you look at the beginning of chapter 5, it says in verse 1, that afterward Moses and Aaron went and said to Pharaoh, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel. Let my people go that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. So that's speech number one. Pharaoh's reaction, verse two, who is Yahweh that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know Yahweh. Moreover, I will not let Israel go. All right, well, let's try again. In verse three, then they said, this is speech number two, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go a three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. Now, have a look at those two speeches and see the contrast between them. If you look in verse one, they initially say to Pharaoh, thus says Yahweh, God of Israel. But then things change in speech number two. They try something different. Instead of Yahweh, God of Israel, they say, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. There's a slight difference here. They're not just repeating the same old thing. They're, they're changing things up. Also, they give a different reason for why they want the children of Israel to be let go. In the first speech, it says, let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. But then that completely changes in the, the second speech. It says, please let us go on a three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. Now, those two things are completely different, aren't they? I mean, holding a feast to Yahweh and then offering sacrifices to him, lest he come upon us with pestilence or sword. I mean, those are two opposite extremes of what kind of relationship that they want with this God, having a feast or sacrificing to make sure he's not angry with them. Now, one of the ways that we can look at this is what they initially said to Pharaoh just completely fell on deaf ears. I mean, it didn't register with him. Who is this Yahweh? I don't know who Yahweh is. And if you look at what they said, this is something which would have been very, very difficult for the pagan mindset of Pharaoh to listen to. I mean, you simply don't have feasts with the gods. That's not what happened in the ancient Near East. Pagans didn't have that kind of relationship with their gods. 
it wasn't like the, the kind of relationship that Yahweh wants with us, where he wants to be a father to us and he wants to speak to us face to face as a man speaks to his friend. We're going to see that's the kind of relationship God wants with us later on in Exodus. No, the, the way the pagans related to their gods was completely different. And it was kind of like a transactional relationship where I'll do something good for you and you will do something good for me. So they would offer their sacrifices and expect rain or a bumper harvest or whatever it was. That was how they related to their gods. So if you look at speech number two, they change things around. And really what they're doing is they're speaking in Pharaoh's language. This is something he can understand. Let us go a three days journey to the wilderness that we may sacrifice to this God to make sure he doesn't strike us with pestilence or the sword. Well, now I understand that's the kind of relationship that uh, Pharaoh would have had and the other Egyptians with their gods. So you can see they're trying to get through to Pharaoh here by speaking his language. And I think it's a lesson for us that very often in our preaching, we can speak in a kind of way that just does not register with people who are listening because they're so caught up with their own particular philosophy that what we say just goes in one ear and out the other. We have to learn to speak the language of the audience that we are talking to and get through to them in that way. Not, not to change the message, not to sort of um, make it pander to the flesh so it's easier to hear, because obviously this wasn't easy for Pharaoh to hear. They're still saying, let my people go. So the message itself hasn't changed, but they're just changing it up a bit so that, that Pharaoh can understand a little bit more. Now, as we go through the, the rest of the story in which Moses interacts with Pharaoh, they change things again. And they, they speak Pharaoh's language even more so in the story of the plagues. And we're going to get to that later. So that's, I think, lesson number one. Now, lesson number two comes from the interaction with the Hebrews. Why didn't they listen to this positive message? Well, we're actually told the reason in verse nine of chapter six. Moses spoke thus to the people of Israel. God's going to rescue you and bring you to the promised land. Wonderful. But they did not listen to Moses. And then it tells us why at the end of the verse. And it gives us two reasons because of their broken spirit and their harsh slavery. So there are two very fundamental reasons which can exist today in people we preach to or in trying to get through to people in our ecclesias. A broken spirit and harsh slavery can be a very constricting force in people's lives that pre prevents them from listening to something positive. What had happened to the children of Israel here is that their experience in Egypt had eaten away at them and they'd become so discouraged and so bitter by what had happened to them that no matter what was said, they just weren't going to listen. And that's the reason for the plagues as well. This, the plagues were not just for the benefit of Pharaoh and the Egyptians. They were to teach the children of Israel to that you can trust in this God. Now, let's examine this a little bit more closely. 
The first reason given is their broken spirit. Now, don't mix that up with being humble. Elsewhere in scripture, we have a similar phrase. Those who are poor in spirit or broken in spirit has the idea of humility. This is not talking about humility here. The, the, the Hebrew behind this phrase has the idea of impatience. They just become so impatient because of what they were going through that they were not ready to listen even to this positive message. And the other phrase, harsh slavery, is really interesting. And this is where I, I think it really shows how their experience in Egypt had just made them so bitter, so fed up, so negative. Uh, that word harsh is really, really interesting. It's um, to do with agriculture. It, it's the idea of a heavy yoke, which is hard to bear. You know, kind of the, the yoke that you put on an ox. That's what the, the children of Israel felt like. They felt like they were oxen with this yoke on their shoulders being forced to do this work. And it's a word which is really a synonym with the word which is used to describe Pharaoh. Remember, one of the outstanding characteristics of Pharaoh is he is hard-hearted. That's going to come really out very strongly in the rest of the, the story. The children of Israel were hard-hearted too. In fact, this is the same word that's used later on in Exodus, where it says that this people was stiff-necked, stubborn, hard-hearted. In other words, they were just like Pharaoh. And what that tells me is that the influence of Pharaoh and the Egyptian society had gotten into them. It had possessed them in this very negative way and they were more in the image and likeness of pharaoh than they were in the image and likeness of yahweh now, of course god wants to change all that he wants to, to take them out of that situation that they might develop a new mindset but this is often what we're dealing with when either for preaching or or dealing with people in our ecclesias people can get discouraged can't they they can get down about their situation and no matter how positive you are, sometimes it just does not get through. And if that's the case, then we need to change things up. And that brings us into the drama of what's going to follow in the rest of the story of the redemption of Israel out of Egypt. As God encourages and educates his people and the Egyptians through the story of the plagues. And that's what we're going to get into in next week's podcast. Mm -hmm.